to Apostates Anonymous, the show you turn to when you're no longer a heretic. I'm your host, Matthew J. DiStefano, and for the next hour, I'll be your Sherpa to nowhere in particular. Nowhere in particular. Hey, what's happening, everyone? It's been it's been a hot minute since uh, since we had a real episode last week. Uh, took a little breaksy because I was moving uh, just north of town where I live. Um, got a house uh, on the outskirts of Chico. It's lovely, but it is a fucking lot of work to move, especially in the midst of COVID. Everyone's got the perfect excuse why not to help out with moving. And, uh, you know, they say, they say that uh, you find out who your real friends are when you move, but, um, now you can't even do that anymore because it's just like, oh, sorry, man, COVID can't help you, bro. You're on your own. <laughs> You're on your own. So, uh, but, but we're in, um, at least halfway, like we've got some shit, shit set up. It's cool. Cause, uh, this house has a, um, it's got like a den, but it's got two openings. So we have a, we have a contractor coming soon to close them off. And I'm, so I'm going to have like a dedicated space for the first time in my life that is dedicated to writing, podcasting. I basically got like a library slash recording studio. Um, so I'm, I'm refurbishing some bookshelves that I had and, uh, I'm getting all my books in order. I'm super stoked. I even got a pillow because I got a reading chair. Like an old man. <laughs> and I got a pillow from heretichappyyard.com at the store there. It says, honor the Lord, numbers 25, 6 through 12. So <laughs> those are the ironic pillows. So any, any Christians who come over to my house can be like, oh, Matt's, Matt's gone back to the ways of Jesus. And then they might look up the Bible verse. And then they're going to find out that, no, I've gone even deeper into apostasy. Um, but no, the, the pillow looks great because my chair is like bright yellow and then the pillow has like gold spears and it's black. Uh, it's sick. So, um, if you want some irony into your home, go to hereticapiar.com, check out the store. We've got four different pillows. Uh, we've got a quote by Satan. Um, <laughs> uh, it's fantastic. So go check those out. And uh, one one more thing before we get into the meat of this episode, uh, if you want to support me, support my show, support my uh, my pillow fetish, um, head over to patreon.com slash mjdistefano. Link will be in the show notes. Um, I am so thankful that I hit over a hundred patrons. That was my goal, and and I it it's just like um, it's not like it means all that much in terms of like actually being able to pay my bills and all that kind of shit because it's based on the money not but I but that goal of a hundred patrons like it settled something within me that was like hey I can I can justify spending this much time creating content and so a huge thank you to to y'all of course the money matters um it, it goes a long way to you know to new gear and to paying my bills and to um being able to at least live, you know, we, we live a frugal lifestyle, but at least live a lifestyle, um, where you can spend time doing this kind of shit. Um, so 
you, you know, for those who even even support with a dollar a month, that that does go a long way. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but it adds up. It adds up, and and it gives you that like um, well, I, I don't even know what you would call it. It gives you a boost to your confidence, a boost to your morale. I think morale is the right word. It's a big morale booster to hit that goal of a hundred patrons. So, uh, my next goal is a hundred and fifty. So if we could get to that, like we just we just step it up next level. I've got so many books coming down the down the way that the more support I get, the, the quicker I can get these things out and onto other projects. That I mean, I've got like ten projects that are just sitting there waiting for me to have time and effort and put effort into it. So we got some big things coming. So appreciate that again. Patreon.com/slash MJ Distafano. Link in the show notes. Now we can get into it. Uh, we've had some. Um, I get. I guess the big thing that's been going on. Well, there are a couple big things. Um, the vaccinations are are rolling out pretty well in in the U.S. as as opposed to how our COVID response has been historically over the last year. Um, as compared to other countries, I guess we're doing pretty good on the vaccination front at this point. Um, I have gotten my second dose. Uh, being in social work, um, they lumped us in with medical professionals, so we don't get the pay of medical professionals. Don't, don't get me wrong. Uh, we still get social work pay, uh, but we get the, the perk of, of getting on the vaccine list early. So that was a good thing. I felt like shit two days ago. I will not lie. I'm not going to lie to you. I got the Moderna one and it kicked the shit out of me for a good 24 to 36 hours. I still got a headache, but the body ache and the chills, I mean, I had like a low grade fever, a hundred and a half. Um, but it, but the body aches that went with it was like brutal. And I've had the flu before. I've had pneumonia one time in my life. And this was like, I just wanted to like lay face down on the carpet. Um, it was, it was pretty brutal. Um, still like elevation changes. If I bend down, um, pretty bad headache, but it's getting better. But I'll tell you what, man, if COVID is like what I experienced from the vaccine, and you got it for like a couple of weeks, like don't fuck with that shit. Nope. Uh-uh. Like it's no joke. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited that I'm building immunity as we speak up to that 94, 95%. Doesn't mean I'm going to go around, you know, just living willy nilly, but it gives you a little peace of mind. So uh, the rollout seems to be going okay right now. So that's good. Um, and the other big news is the uh, Trump impeachment. And I want to talk, I was going to talk about some other shit. But since this, um, as of recording this yesterday was, uh, when they acquitted Donald J. Trump, um, I'm a little embarrassed by the fact that my middle name is John and so is Donald Trump's. So I might be changing that. Um, I'll take suggestions. So hit me up (laughs) Um, on what I can change my name to. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But, um, he was acquitted and I found that interesting. I found a couple things interesting. Um, I found it interesting that it seemed that a lot of Republicans thought that Donald Trump was complicit in stoking the flames of the violence that happened on on January 6th, but that they found like little nitpicky shit to to kind of justify in their own minds why they weren't going to convict him. 
And the thing that was interesting to me about that was they were like, oh, well, you know, he's not president anymore, so we don't impeach a former president. And it's like, y'all did not impeach a former president. You impeached a president. The impeachment, I shouldn't have to say this. <laughs> the impeachment is not the same as the trial. The impeachment is basically, there's enough shit here to investigate and to have a trial. That's what the impeachment is. The impeachment is just to start the process. It doesn't mean shit in terms of guilty, innocent, nothing. It just means there's something here that, that we need to have a trial for. And so the impeachment was during Donald Trump's presidency. He was not impeached after. He was impeached as a president. Yes, it was in the 11th hour. But you know, when you do such terrible shit in the 11th hour, that doesn't get, that doesn't get you off. It's not like, oh, well, you're in your last month of your job. So you can just go fuck around and it doesn't matter. Oh, you got senioritis? You can go stab one of your students. Oh, you're about to graduate anyway. Man, you know, we're not going to do anything. You know, you could be at work about to, about to retire after 30 years, pull your dick out. And they're going to be like, well, he's in his last month. That eh, doesn't matter. Pull this dick out. Nah, eh. if you'd have done that 10 years ago, sure. That's a problem, but. Nah, he's about to retire. So what are we going to do? It's like, no, come on. This is like Mitch McConnell said it best. And, and and if you've been listening to this show or listening to anything I do, I don't quote Mitch McConnell very often. Uh, this is a, uh, this is a new thing uh, on the Apostates Anonymous podcast. But he said it best that Donald Trump is practically and morally responsible. But then he, but then he voted to acquit. This is this is what drives me nuts about Republicans and conservatives, of which I was raised one. I was a Republican because that's what you that's what you that's what you do when you turn eighteen and you're a conservative Christian. You 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 sign up as a Republican. I did my due diligence, my duty, <laughs> and that lasted not very long of my adult life. I started out that way, so I know this is the party of values. This is the party of morality. Bull fucking shit. Bull fucking shit. You are not, when you say that you are morally responsible for a mob that where seven people ended up dead and a hundred officers were assaulted and you still are like, nope, not going to vote not going to vote to convict him. That to me just, it smells, it smacks of, well, it smells of shit, but it smacks of, you're just trying to save your political ass. You don't have, a, like, I know you got a moral bone in your body, but that doesn't matter as much as saving your political ass. Don't talk to me or the American people about the fact that someone is practically and and morally responsible for a mob that stormed the Capitol, committed treason. Those folks are going to go to prison for a while. A lot of them are. And the guy who incited the riot, you say is guilty, basically. For all intents and purposes, you say, yeah, that guy's guilty. He, 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 he saw a flame, he saw a spark, and he threw kindling on it, and then he blew on it. And he started a fire. And those people who stormed the Capitol are ride or, ride or die Trumpers. 
And they thought he was with him. And he has since bailed on him. But what, what's he going to do? Um, but he, he is responsible and they admitted he's responsible. 50, 57 voted, voted to convict. 43 are bitches. Um, seven Republicans of the 17 needed. So they needed 10 more. They didn't get it. So he, he was acquitted. I guarantee out of those 43 who voted to acquit, I guarantee at least 10 of them are like, yeah, he's, he's, he's responsible for this, but we're just still not going to vote for it. Mitch McConnell being one of them. Yes, he's guilty in the, in the eyes of public opinion, in the, in, in the, uh, um, at first glance, if you're just looking at it just objectively. However, this is politics. He's a Republican. I'm a Republican. We're not going to do it. And that to me strips you of every right or any right that you claim to have as the party of values, of family values. All that shit that we were fed growing up, all the shit that conservative families feed their kids, if you stand in that camp where you're like, yeah, we think he's guilty, yes, he's responsible, however, we're going to backpedal, we're going to sidestep, we're going to do all this shit, Come up with excuse after excuse after excuse of not to grow a spine and vote to convict what you know is pretty clear evidence. You, you just, you, you got no leg to stand on. You've shown your cards. You've been bluffing the whole time. And I have no, again, I think I've said, I think I've said this on the show. I think I've said it in other shows. I probably said it in writing. I don't care if you're conservative. I'm not, but I don't care if you are. I know good people who are conservatives. But I I fail to understand how you can justify excuse after excuse after excuse of Donald Trump. Because in 2015, you didn't. You were embarrassed by the fact that he was running. He called all of his now sycophants liars and had names from Lion Ted Cruz, which is now one of his biggest sycophants. He made fun of all of them. And then they joined forces. And I understand this happens in politics all the time. But this Donald Trump phenomenon is like what happens in politics all the time, except on a lot of cocaine and steroids and speed. It's like, it's like the phenomenon of you still see tr- uh, Trump trucks with flags and banners. You don't see that with other politicians. You don't see that with Biden. You don't even see that. I mean, yeah, there's some Bernie bros and Bernie cultish members, but not to the level of Trump. There was some Ron Paul, diehard Ron Paul folks too, where it's like celebrity status. But this thing with Trump is a, is a different phenomenon. And the truest thing Donald Trump ever said was I could stand on Fifth Avenue and shoot someone and my followers would still follow. And that is true. I didn't believe it was literally true. On the Bonfire Sessions uh, podcast, me and Mike were talking about that a couple times. I've said it before. I didn't think it was literally true. Figuratively true. Metaphorically true. Yes. I did think that. I think it's more literally true now. I think I was slightly wrong. When I said it's only figuratively true. I think he literally could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue. And I think that a good majority of his sycophantic followers 
would continue to support him. I think they've proven that. Seven people dead. And they don't think he did enough to be responsible. They say, oh, yes, a Donald Trump could run again for president in 2024. And, the, and, and our government permits that. And, and, and at this point, I don't care what's constitutional or not. That just, just as an objective, I'm not, 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 not an objective. It's not objective. I'll, I'll, let me rephrase. Just as a point of, of just looking at it as such, looking at the system as such, I don't care what the rules say. If the rules say he can run again, fine. That's what they say. Then the rules are wrong because we should have a better system that doesn't allow for this to continue to happen. My issue with the Constitution has never been about whether it's great or bad or perfect or infallible or inerrant. People, it's not inerrant. It's just, it's, it's just a, it's just a document. It's just a system. And you could say it's the best system in the history of the world. That doesn't give it the, that, that, that doesn't mean we can't do better. You know, when we first invented surgery, we can say, oh, this is the best system in the world. This is the best way to do medicine. We've learned all these great things. That doesn't mean we didn't advance surgical measures. Now, now doctors can play video games and open you up and not, they don't even open you up half the time. They put in little robots and they're watching a screen and it fucking sucks your gallbladder out and shit. And you don't have a scar. You just have a little puncture. Boom. We improved on that which was the greatest we'd ever seen. Oh my God, cars. We have carriages without horses. Fan-fucking-tastic. Are our cars uh, better, more efficient, can take you further, safer than the first cars? Yes, we didn't stop it. Oh my God, a horseless carriage. We didn't stop there and say, oh, it's the, it's the greatest thing we've seen so far, so therefore, well, that's good enough. But somehow we get to the Constitution and we're like, oh, it's the greatest system we've had. So, so that gives it a pass? If it allows for Donald Trump to again run for president, this, this, would, this would not work in the working world. If I did what Donald Trump did, I couldn't even get a job as a social worker. My job, my, my, my employer, rightfully so, would fire me. And, th- and they would say, you, you cannot work here again. If you apply here again, we're not going to even give you an interview. Because you told a bunch of people to fight. And you, you, you didn't use it in the same political rhetoric that we normally hear. Hey, you got to fight for your right to party like the Beastie Boys did. You knew what your followers would do. You, in, you, you, you inflamed a mob. If I did that, I wouldn't be able to work at my, at my small little <laughs> company that no one's ever heard of. And rightfully so. And rightfully so. And then to the people who don't think that he incited a mob, I will say this, as if they're listening. The Lindsey Grahams of the world. Is that who it is? Yeah. You do not understand human behavior. You don't understand a mob. You don't understand the propensity toward violence. If you could just watch Beauty and the Beast when Gaston fires up that mob and they go to kill the beast at the castle. That is the same exact thing that was going on at the Capitol. 
So either Donald Trump knew what he was doing or he is extremely, extremely laughably ignorant to human behavior. And I don't think he's that stupid and ignorant. I think he knew exactly what the fuck he was doing. And if you don't think so, you are extremely, extremely ignorant to basic human psychology, to basic human anthropology and sociology, and the inner workings of human culture and human interdividualism. You don't have to be a Girardian scholar or renowned mimetic theorist to understand that this was a mob hell-bent on committing violence. They were yelling, hang Mike Pence. Mike Pence, one of Donald Trump's biggest sycophants for four years. And he was going to be their scapegoat, their fall guy. Same for Nancy Pelosi. Same for AOC. They would have... I didn't realize it was that bad until I saw the videos. I knew it was bad. But when you see some of those other released videos of just how coordinated it was, it wasn't a group of random protesters who got violent. Like what, like what we see a lot of. You know, we see some, you know, uh, pockets of little, little spot fires during riots or protests and things like that. Because that's, I mean, that's the difference between a coordinated effort and, and, you know, people fighting at a football game. Oh, your team that you start talking trash, a little bit of conflict here. It's kind of a spur of the moment violent, um, event. But after watching the videos, this was a coordinated effort. People in tactical gear with walkie talkies and shit like that and earpieces. This was a coordinated event. And had they gotten into the chambers with people still there, with members of Congress still there, I do believe they would have killed them. And then would, would he have been convicted? And then would the Republicans have had the spine? Had they, let's say they killed Mike Pence or even one of the ones they hate, like Nancy Pelosi. Would they have had the spine to convict? And if not, well, at least they're being consistent. But if so, then why would it take actual violence against those people and not the violence against the other people like the, like, like the police officers? But, the former president inflamed the violence nonetheless. And he took something like three hours to comment on it. And he didn't even comment on it in the way a normal, healthy, functioning adult would. He basically validated it. We love you, this and that. And so it's it, it's really... I mean, I, I understand that there's other things we need to focus on right now. The economy, COVID, all these kind of things. But this is important because this sends a message to what you are allowed to do as a politician. And see, we have this thing in America where, oh, no politician is above the law. No one is outside of, of the, the bounds of the law. And it's like, yes, yes, they are. While they're president, they can do things illegally, illegally that we cannot do as common citizens. There is no way any one of us could do what Donald Trump did and not and, and get away with it. 
And so that's the message we're sending other people. That's the message we're sending other countries. 43 decided that no, there's not enough here to convict Donald Trump. Yes, I realize it's the most bipartisan uh, impeachment vote. I realize that. And that's 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 a, a silver lining, a, a thread of silver lining, I suppose. But 43 senators who represent maybe a third of the population decided that no... My my political career, my allegiance to the GOP is is more important than simply looking at this as like a prosecutor would, or as a a lawyer would, or as a judge would. Just looking at the facts, what really happened. If you can sit here, if you're going to sit here and tell me personally, like if you sit here face to face and you said, no, I've looked at the evidence, I don't think Trump has any responsibility in inciting this mob, then I would want nothing to do with you in life. I can't trust you. I think you would lie straight to my face, either that or you have such terrible morals and values that I don't, I don't think that's a healthy relationship for me. That is too toxic. If you supported what happened or you don't think he had any, he can wash his hands like Pontius Pilate, I really don't know how to trust you. And it's not for lack of trying. I've really tried. I, I had an article written about me. Um, I guess it was alluded about me and, and one, of my, one of my articles was linked to an author on Pathios who who said that uh, you know dear trump hating people are you trying are you really trying to understand and 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 you know in my mind I'm like well I don't hate trump at all I don't hate him and I don't hate his followers and yes I'm really trying to understand I'm I'm placing myself in my 20 year old self my 18 year old self when I was an evangelical when I was a conservative when I was a member of the Republican party in terms of my vote you know I was registered as a Republican and I, and I tried to understand how how would I justify supporting this well I I can't justify it on terms of um theology because I I was taught a different theology I I can't I can't justify it in terms of um, morality or, or family values, the things that were taught to me that were important, you know, to, to support to support the troops, to support uh, the police, which these Trump Trump supporting um, mob mobsters rioters were yelling "fuck the police" and, and you know "fuck you pigs" and um, were beating police officer. You know what what happened to back the blue? What happened to um, Blue Lives Matter? Well, all that was out the window. I, 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 I have tried to understand, but I just cannot understand these contradictory things. I can't understand how uh, uh, out of one side of your mouth you can preach values and morality and, you know, your ethics matter and the way you treat other human beings matters. And, and, and then on the other side, to to say the things that Trump has said to incite actual violence to um to not condemn it in the same way any of us would condemn the violence 
I have actual family members who were, quote, there in spirit on the 6th in Washington. And, and I, I try to understand that. I, I do. I really try to understand that. And I understand that some people feel disenfranchised. And I understand that some people feel like their needs have not been met by government and this and that. But I don't understand hitching a wagon to someone who basically contradicts everything that you're taught is, is good and, and, and valuable and moral and ethical. And I know that that's what you were taught because I too was taught those things. So I fail to understand, but not for lack of trying. Simply because I cannot accept um, mutually exclusive contradictory things. I know, I know there's some contradictory truths out there in the universe. I know, that, you know, like light is a wave and a particle and blah, blah, blah. I understand that there's nuance and that there's, there's weird things about the universe, but I don't understand this. I, I, I simply fail to understand Mitch McConnell, who says he is practically and morally responsible, but we're still not going to do anything about it. We're going to acquit. Which is basically you're innocent. That's what I don't get. That is hypocrisy. It is a lie to our face. It is a mockery of the system we claim to champion. I don't think that highly of democracy all the time. But if that's going to be our system, then we need to do better when things like this come up. You know, we always ask the question, how did Hitler, how did Hitler do what he did? It's, it's, it's not the Hitlers of the world. It's the people who don't do anything when the Hitlers of the world are coming up. All these, all these comparisons to Trump and Hitler are not fair if we're comparing 1942, 3, 4, Hitler and Trump. But 1930s Hitler, when Mein Kampf was written, Hitler was not the Hitler of the 40s. It's an evolutionary process. and Ones that you have to nip in the bud. You have to nip it in the bud before it turns into the 1940s Hitler. And if we don't do that, we are at a place where someone in 2024, and it's probably not even going to be Trump, but someone in 2024 without the bumbling Trumpisms, an authoritarian who's well-spoken and articulate, is going to come along and we are going to sycophantically fall in lockstep with someone like that. And that is a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous thing. And we've set the precedent by saying, it's okay. It's okay. When people commit treason and the, and the president incites it and is morally and practically responsible for it and we don't do anything about it because, oh, well, he's not president anymore. So we, you know, blah, 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 the constitution, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm sorry. You, you failed your moral duty. You failed your oath of office. You should be removed from office. That's just my view. So I'm sure you all have thoughts on this. I'm sure you have thoughts on this. You can message me on Anchor, anchor.fm slash apostates anonymous. You can hit message, send me a voicemail, find me on socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you want to talk about this, great. Let's have a conversation. Next week, I don't know. I think uh, we'll see what comes up this week on what I want to talk about.
But I thought this was important to get into today, at least to share my thoughts. So thank you for listening. Again, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash mjdistefano. Special shout out and thanks to everyone who does support the show. You are producers. I consider you producers and I appreciate your support. So if you if you could take two seconds to um, head on over to Apple Podcasts, if you listen on this on Spotify or Anchor, whatever, um, Apple Podcasts is where you want to review it. Uh, formerly known as iTunes. Please give a review, a rating. Five stars would be fantastic. I would really appreciate that. Um, Thank you. Share far and wide if you'd like. Peace and love. I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.